For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome, listeners, to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, and we do try to bring you a lot of really good information all about you and your health. Now, the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com. That's myvillagegreen.com. And a reminder that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. Now, we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and this is a reminder to tune in next Sunday for uh, Kevin Pissarro's interviews and discussion of nutrition. Now, our guest today is Dr. Stephanie Becker, a naturopathic physician located right here in Washington, D.C. She is the founder and medical director of the Washington Center for Complementary Medicine. And our subject is disorders of hormonal imbalances and natural treatment options. I want to tell you a little bit more about Dr. Becker. Uh, She received her naturopathic medical degree from Bastyr University and has had extensive postgraduate training and specializes in the areas of endocrinology or hormone imbalances and autoimmune disorders and their root causes such as allergies. She offers bioidentical hormone therapies for women and men. Her extensive clinical experience has resulted in highly effective approaches to help those struggling with health concerns such as menopausal symptoms, chronic fatigue, fibroids, PCOS, infertility, autoimmune disorders, and such as Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So we're happy to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dana. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, let's just start out with a brief definition of what uh, naturopathic physicians, uh, what is your background? Some people are not familiar with that. And the complementary medicine, let's talk about that definition as well. Sure, I'd love to. So naturopathic medicine, we're trained to diagnose disease similar to conventional medicine. Where we differ is in how we approach it. We approach from a much more preventive way. For instance, when I review patients' blood work, um, I don't go by the lab ranges. Those ranges are based on America. There are huge ranges, and within those ranges, there are optimal areas. So we approach health in a much more preventive and proactive way. We use therapies that are least invasive and most effective for the patient, and most importantly, we get at the cause of what's going on. So in conventional medicine today, it focuses on covering up symptoms or getting rid of the symptoms. The symptoms are the messengers of the disease. We don't want to shoot the messenger. We want to listen to those symptoms and find out what they are. And for each disease or for each set of symptoms, there are only so many causes. So we want to correct that and get to the cause so that we stop the disease process. And you've described that very well. 
Uh, talk about your clinic and uh, how you established it and your life's your your goals and your philosophy, because I think that's so important. Sure, yeah, I'd be happy to. So um, I'm one of the longest practicing physicians here in D.C. When I started, there were only maybe two or three of us, and it's grown considerably. We're now licensed physicians in the District of Columbia, and so when patients come, they're eligible, uh, depending on their policies, for insurance reimbursement. Um, My practice started here in 2000 um, and has grown over the years as the popularity of naturopathic medicine has also grown. I focus mostly, as you mentioned, on hormones or endocrinology. And the reason I focused on that years ago, I went through several health issues on my own as I became perimenopausal and menopausal. My life changed dramatically. Um, I lost my joy for life. Uh, I had symptoms. I was tired. I was not sleeping. And I really, as I wanted to look into those areas for my own health and saw the inadequacies of conventional treatment for those, uh, I really wanted to put a focus there. And uh, I enjoy doing that so much because you can give a woman or a man their life back, their quality of their life by doing that. So that's been a big focus of our clinic here, uh, that we focus on hormones um, and also, as you mentioned, autoimmune disorders. So there's a big, big um, increase in autoimmune disorders that we're seeing. There's so many things that our immune systems are dealing with these days. So finding the cause of those and correcting those. Well, I love the philosophy, obviously. It's been my field, too, for Uh, many decades, and I appreciate the work you do. Uh, Talk a little bit about what bioidentical hormones are and what they mean. Uh, Some people are familiar, but for many, it's a new term. Sure. So bioidentical mimics what the body uses most as most naturally as we can. Um, we're not using synthetic hormones. Our body actually has three primary estrogens. We try to mimic those estrogens as well as using natural progesterone. So when a woman uses synthetic hormone, it shuts down her own production of hormone. By using a bioidentical hormone, it's so similar to what the body uses, it's sort of adding to the levels that the body already has. And, you know, years ago, you've mentioned on your shows previously about the Women's Health Initiative study back in the 90s and how risky it was to use those higher levels of synthetic hormones um, that it, it's really many women have switched to bioidentical because it appears to be a much, much safer way because we do try to mimic the body's uh, levels of hormone that we have and do it in the only small levels. We don't need most conventional um, doctors will use much higher levels than I've seen naturopathic doctors do. And our goal is to only use those amounts to achieve the wellness that we need. We don't need to have a woman having a menstrual cycle when she's menopausal. So just restoring and uh, getting rid of the symptoms in the body, that's our goal, using the least, in, least amount of hormone that we need, but mimicking what the body has in those ratios. You describe this uh, so well, and I know that uh, more and more people are interested in the bioidentical hormones. And the Women's Health Initiative really showed that when you take cancer-promoting artificial <laughs> forms of hormones, you get in trouble. Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, that was generalized to all hormones, and the, they didn't differentiate. 
between the natural bioidentical use of hormones and the use of the cancer-promoting. And it, it was in the literature already that there was a 40 times higher rate of cancer with artificial progesterone. That's correct, yeah. And you'll see um, the results of those studies. You can find them on, like you said, when they use the estrogen-only studies, and they also use the synthetic estrogen and progestin study. And the, they saw an increased risk of heart attack, stroke, blood clots, breast cancer, colorectal cancer. So that's why it's very rare for them to stop a study like that at NIH, but they did stop studies because of the risk. And I think one of the other recipes for failure that we saw back in the day of regular hormone replacement was it was a one-size-fits-all approach. And I can tell you from doing this over the years, it's not one-size-fits-all. Each woman is very unique and how her body filters down to metabolites of hormones. Um, it's, it's very different for every woman. So we need to test and treat each woman as an individual and not just one-size-fits-all. Also, those studies used only estradiol. There are three primary estrogens. Estradiol is the strongest estrogen. It's usually there in the weakest amounts in our body, and it's not a breast protective estrogen. So again, those things, I think, were a big recipe uh, for disaster and, and risk in those in women that were taking hormones in that way. Yes. I, when they stopped the study, that was uh, a shock at the time. That was not expected. Uh, tell me, as far as testing... Uh, let's let's talk about testing for uh, hormones, hormonal imbalances. Uh, we can talk about it briefly because then we may expand on it in the next segment. Absolutely. So all of my women that uh, take hormones or even those younger women that are coming in for hormonal imbalances, we do a hormone testing. The reason to do it is because uh, I need to balance all those hormones. So I need to see all the female, all the male, all the adrenal, and all the thyroid hormones. The adrenals, the thyroid, and the ovaries work like three legs of a stool, so they all impact one another. So a woman can come in and give me some symptoms, and I have a pretty good idea. Let's say she's having estrogen dominant situation or symptoms. Um, so I have a pretty good idea of that, but unless I look at them, does that mean her estrogens are high, her progesterone's low? It's just a guess if you don't. And if you are just giving a woman a birth control pill to shut down her own production, then it's pretty easy to do that. But if you're balancing all these players, it's very important that you see them all so that you can restore every hormone and put it back into its place. Also, one of the, one of the nice things we see with the hormone testing that I do, I can see downstream metabolites of the primary estrogens, which show me risk factors for breast health and bone health. I've had women that have come in with a breast lump, um, or I've had women that have come in with a test with a risky uh, metabolites, and uh, we've corrected breast lumps and also women that have ignored treatment and then later come up with a breast lump. So we can be even very proactive about those metabolites uh, for women that are risky and even detect risk factors way before something would show on a mammogram or thermogram because those are detecting early, but there's still something there at that point. So we can put all the hormones back into balance. Women that are on hormone replacement with me do these tests every year to make sure that feel-good levels of hormones are continue to be safe levels of hormones. 
Well stated, well stated. And for those of you who have just tuned in, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm Dana Lake, and the show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us. We will be right back after this break with more interesting information from Dr. Stephanie Becker. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet committed to pure and great tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body and this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Old Man Winter is on the way, but you can weather the storm by taking advantage of Village Green Apothecary's gear and sale. Now through the end of the year, you can save 35% off Pathway Nutrition products, 25% off other supplements, and 20% off body care products. Stock up on supplements to fight colds and flu and pick up some healthy living gifts for your friends and family, too. Visit Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com or call us at 301-530-0800. Our big year-end sale will blow you away. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM Brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro. And we do bring you a lot of really good information all about you and your health. I want to remind you that Village Green is your resource. They carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, we've been having an interesting discussion with our guest Dr. Stephanie Becker, a naturopathic physician located here in Washington, D.C., and she is the founder and medical director of the Washington Center for Complementary Medicine. 
Now, our subject is disorders of hormonal imbalances and natural treatment options. And we did discuss the uh, hormonal balances and the use of bioidentical hormones, the kinds of testing that can be done. So let's continue the conversation, Dr. Becker. Absolutely. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention is a lot of patients will come to me with symptoms of fatigue. A lot of people are tired. And right away, their first thought is thyroid hormone. And sometimes they're right. We do look at that. There's a lot of other things to look at as well in addition to hormones. But, you know, we look at them all. But what many, many people don't realize is uh, the impact of the adrenal hormones. And again, adrenals, thyroid, and ovaries are like three legs of a stool. All those hormones impact one another. Adrenals glands, for those of you that aren't familiar, are little glands that sit up on top of the kidneys, and they secrete cortisol. Cortisol does a couple of different things for us. It gives us energy. Um, it has to do with our day-night sleep cycle. It also keeps down inflammation um, from allergies or infection in the body. So one of the things that can happen if an individual has a go, go, go kind of lifestyle, a big stressor in their life, a long-time stressor in their life, um, that cortisol can be high, high, high for years. And then eventually those adrenal glands will become what we call insufficient, adrenal insufficiency. Um, they will not be able to produce it. And the result of that is patients will feel very tired. So it's important um, to look in those areas as well um, uh, for fatigue issues and for chronic fatigue issues and the way the impact of these hormones play on one another. So if you have a patient that's tired, you definitely want to look at adrenals because let's say we have thyroid and adrenals that are low. If you envision that guinea pig on the wheel and the guinea pig is the adrenal gland and let's say your thyroid gland is low too. And the thyroid is that wheel that the guinea pig's on. Your thyroid is the master gland for metabolism in your body. So if your adrenal gland is fatigued, meaning that guinea pig is fatigued, and we start, we give you thyroid medication, not knowing about what's happening with the adrenal gland, we start spinning that wheel faster. The guinea pig, meaning you, is going to be tired. Um, so we want to approach it. That's why it has to be in a balanced way, knowing the impact of all the hormones. Yes, this is this is so important. And over the years, uh, what I've noticed is that the adrenals are not, there's not enough attention from traditional medicine on the adrenal glands. And they so impact on not just overall energy, but this relationship with the thyroid and the fact that uh, someone may have symptoms of low thyroid, even be treated for it but not respond because the primary problem is that the adrenals are not functioning up to par. Uh, something that's easy to miss. Uh, could you talk a little bit more about how a patient presents when they have low adrenal function or fatigued adrenals uh, versus low thyroid function? Sure. A lot of the symptoms may be the same, and that's why they may think, you know, they, they won't have symptoms. In, in thyroid, you'll have more symptoms of maybe gaining weight or constipation. You can also have a low mood in both situations, and in both situations feel very tired. So those are the ways that both adrenal and thyroid can be similar. Um, with adrenal, sometimes people will have sleep irregularities that you won't have in thyroid. Um, for me, it's a, you know, they can be very similar. So 
I listen to what the patient tells me as far as what their lifestyle has been like. And if they have had a lot of stressors in life, then I can pretty much tell from what they information they give to me what their lifestyle's been like and for how long if we should also look at adrenal. Another interesting way that low adrenals might present, um, they might have low blood sugar. Um, patients can have low blood pressure um, or feel dizziness when standing up quickly. But an interesting thing, let's say if adrenals get very low, this is an example of how hormones can impact neurotransmitters, which are brain chemicals. So neurotransmitters are either excitatory or inhibitory, which is calming. If adrenal function and or thyroid function gets very low, what many patients have an inclination to do is reach for that sugar, reach for that coffee to keep them going. The body tries to do the same thing. It's no, it knows it's not functioning optimally, and it reaches for those excitatory neurotransmitters like epinephrine, norepinephrine. But those are adrenaline. And so sometimes patients will come to me, and they'll mention their lifestyle, and I'll think, how are you getting out of bed every day? And they say, I'm like the Energizer Bunny. Everybody can't believe how much energy I have. So then I know they're running on those excitatory neurotransmitters, and they just don't know the difference in that energy. But that type of energy can drive high blood pressure, anxiety, sleep problems. So it becomes complex. And, uh, you know, the hormones can bleed over into the neurotransmitters. They're all ingredients in the same soup. So it's important to get information, and that's why in naturopathic medicine, when we sit down with a patient for 90 minutes, this is what we're looking for, to get all this little detail, because it tells us where we should go looking and how extensive these imbalances have become. Yeah, the kind of testing available now is so much more specific, and I don't even imagine that 10 years from now we'll say, gee, we don't need to know any more about testing or develop any more. And in the years, uh, years ago, decades ago, we did not have the availability of the kinds of special testing that you do. Uh, Dr. Becker, let's talk about some of the other tests that you use in evaluating your patients. And most of those are beyond the usual CBC and metabolic panel. Absolutely. So for hormonal testing, for instance, I do a 24-hour urine with patients. Conventional docs will do, a, you know, one estrogen and maybe progesterone in blood work. If you're going to balance hormones, that's not enough information. You get a snapshot, one second of what those hormones, and you don't get all of the hormones. When we do a 24-hour urine, I get to see all those hormones I mentioned earlier. I get to see all the estrogens, progesterone, all the female hormones, male hormones, adrenal, and thyroid. You can't get reliable cortisol levels in blood work. It just doesn't happen. So, and we get the downstream metabolites to see if we're looking at adrenals, for instance, what's chronic situation look like? What does the acute or current situation look like? Um, and that 24-hour window, all these hormones flow back and forth. So when we get a 24-hour urine test, the, the window of accuracy is much more reliable. So I can get more hormones that I need to see to balance. I get that 24-hour window, and I get the free forms of those hormones or the active form of those hormones. So that 
that's one test that's very different than just doing blood work or even saliva, which also still just gives you a snapshot of those hormones. So that's one one piece of testing that's very, very different than you'll get in conventional medicine. We can also test for those neurotransmitters, and that's a urine and or a urine and saliva test. It's a one-spot urine for those, but that'll give us very reliable information on all of those neurotransmitters. And what I can tell you over the years when patients come to me and they're, they say they're not sleeping, for years I would use things that we learned about in school, use GABA, use melatonin, use 5-HTP, um, and they either worked or lots of times they didn't work. And I think, again, because I wasn't addressing the individual imbalances for that patient. So now when I do neurotransmitter testing, I get to see, and it's never one neurotransmitter that's off. We get one, and then the other side compensates. It just depends on how long it's been going on, but there's a number of neurotransmitters. And when we put them all in place and imbalance them, I don't care how long a patient's not been sleeping, people will sleep. I mean, it's been amazing the difference in just using that testing. So those are two tests that I use that are very different um, and give us a lot more detailed information for balancing those situations. And again, highly specific, very different than the testing we have relied on in the past. Uh, in imbalancing neurotransmitters, uh, talk about some of the symptoms that we will tend to see on patient patients who have high excitatory, particularly the glutamates, glutamine versus GABA. Sure. So the excitatory, if they're elevated, they're meant to give us energy, to keep us motivated, uh, to help us focus, um, attention, those sorts of things. If they're too high, we can have anxiety. We can have difficulty staying focused. We can have ADD, ADHD. Um, and when they're low, we have trouble concentrating, trouble focusing. People come in and say, I just feel foggy. Those situations. So those are with the excitatory. With the calming neurotransmitters such as serotonin, if it's low, you can have a low mood. You know, we've known that for years and we give drugs that will target that. But again, that's the very reason those drugs don't work because they're fixing one thing. They're just giving serotonin. And many patients might be depressed because of other low excitatory neurotransmitters and has nothing to do with serotonin. So, um, uh, you know, either we'll have, because they're excitatory or calming, we'll have symptoms that either uh, are expressive of having too low excitement or too high excitement. Um, very well said. I love the way you describe these issues, and you simplify them, and I think that that helps our patients tremendously. Talk about the kinds of thyroid testing you do uh, beyond the 24-hour urine markers. Yeah, so I do blood testing, um, and when I do a 24-hour urine, I'll also do blood testing as well because it's not like I'm going to do a 24-hour urine test every six weeks or every couple of months on a patient. So I do blood work, um, but the blood work is very different than what we see in conventional medicine. Conventional doctors will only run thyroid-stimulating hormone. It's also known as TSH. It's a brain hormone. It's a hormone that comes from the brain in response to how the thyroid is doing. They'll either only run that hormone or they might run TSH and free T4, which is one of the hormones that the thyroid puts out. But you don't have the whole picture. We need to look at TSH, free T3, and free T4. Um, in my practice, what I see very, very, very often and a reason not to only run the TSH is that the thyroid hormones, the T3 and the T4 that we look at, are very low 
And a patient's brain is going along, life is fine, life is good, doesn't have a clue what's going on on a thyroid tissue level. And there are studies that show that what's happening on a brain level may not be reflective of what's happening on a thyroid tissue level. So it's not good information. And if we only run free T4, again, we've only got part of the picture, but the free T4 is an inactive hormone. It has to convert to free T3. That's the hormone that gives you energy. So if you're only running the free T4, again, you only have a piece of that. You you can't put it all together. So that's why it's important to look at all those. In some patients, we also run um, a reverse T3, which is um, can give us other information about where the T4 is going if it's not converting to T3. So we'll, we definitely need to use those three tests. And it's also important that the, the T3 and the T4 are the free or active form. So that's what makes it very different. And I can't tell you how many patients I have come in all the time saying, my doctor said my thyroid's fine. And when we do those tests, it's not. And the other pr- reason they come in and saying, saying that it's fine, the TS ranges are huge. They go from like 0.5 to 4.50. 4.50 is not correct. Over a dozen years ago, the American Association of Endocrinologists said that upper end should be 3.0. But again, we focus, we want optimal ranges. So I want patients in the upper third or upper quartile of that range. So my range is between one and two which is a lot smaller than that. So many patients come in and their doctors are just looking at those reference ranges on their blood work, which are reflective of America, not reflective of health. And they say, you're fine. And they're not fine. Yes. And I want to talk more about this in the next segment because I think this is so important. And for the listeners, if you've just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake. Stay with us. We will be right back after this break. Solgar number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within 7 days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within 7 days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number no. 7 says yes. Solgar number no. 7 Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301 530 
800-650-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, alternating this show with Dr. Kevin Pissarro, and we're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM. Please do join Dr. Pissarro next week for an interesting discussion on nutrition. Our guest today is Dr. Stephanie Becker, and she's a naturopathic physician located here in Washington, D.C., and is the founder and medical director of the Washington Center for Complementary Medicine. Our subject is Disorders of Hormonal Imbalances and Natural Treatment Options. Now, we were focusing on thyroid function, and we talked about the fact that T4 is not that active in the body. That's what the thyroid gland puts out. And in the cells, it converts to T3, which I call the gas pedal, and to reverse T3, which I call the brake pedal. And how important it is to know all of the legs on the table when you're trying to make a decision. So I really appreciate, Dr. Becker, the depth with which you test patients This is my question. (laughs) So many patients tell me their doctor says, I don't believe in T3 or we only need T4. And that just flies against the physiology here. Can you talk a little bit about this? Why mainstream medicine is stuck in this T4 area? Yeah, I don't know how that started, Dana, but, you know, it doesn't make sense to me either. flies in the face of everything that if we've got this information, if we can look at all these hormones, why not look at them? Because each one, we need all that to give us the information. Each one's giving us a different piece of information. So I don't know where that paradigm started, if it was insurance-driven, you know, if it was just something in their practices or what was known years ago. But, but they don't, and it's, it's kind of crazy because even some of the patients that I've, I've uh, suggested that they get that testing from their doctor, you know, there's some patients that come in with Kaiser or plans where we need to use their doctors to run their blood work. Even ones that are open to running it, they're unsure what it is. They don't know. They try, and they run the wrong thing. So it's very interesting to me that they 
don't go to that next step and they don't see that what's happening on a brain level and a thyroid tissue level can be different. Like I said, don't know where that originated, but it just does not make sense. Um, why not look at everything? This all gives us different pieces of information. Like you said, if you're only looking at T4, if T4 is not converting correctly to T3, then there are things that we can do about that. Maybe it's because conventional medicine wouldn't change the way or wouldn't change their treatment, uh, you know, if they knew this detail of information. Um, but I, it's, it's just really lacking because so many patients, when I have patients that say to me, oh, I just had blood work and my doctor said it's okay, I'll say, do you mind if I take a look at it? <laughs> uh, and yeah, and in most of those cases, because you can't rely on that, you know, but they, they want to just check off that box and say, I'm, I'm okay. But particularly if a patient is having, having symptoms. The other thing I find, you know, we, we mentioned earlier that one of my other areas is autoimmune disorders. So Hashimoto's is a type of autoimmune, a type of hypo or low thyroid situation that's also autoimmune-driven. Um, and what's important, if I see certain things uh, in a patient's profile, uh, that may be the cause of their low thyroid function. So even if I see if all these numbers are low and something suggests to me that from their history, from the rest of their blood work, that it might be an autoimmune situation, particularly in a younger woman where hormones aren't naturally declining, um, I want to check that out because if we have an opportunity to stop that immune assault on the thyroid and bring the thyroid back to 100% function, then let's do that. We don't need any hormone. We can correct that situation. So that's another area that conventional medicine just doesn't look into because, again, they don't do anything for autoimmune disorder, um, so they wouldn't go to that level of, of researching. So we always want to make sure that we know why is the thyroid functioning low because it might not be a primary thyroid problem. It could be secondary to adrenal function. It could be secondary to autoimmune function. It could be secondary to their diet and lifestyle. I want to use a second to just do a, a quick little plug here to mention my daughter, Tina Becker. And the reason I mention her, Tina's 13 years old. She has understood for years the impact of our lifestyle, chemicals, food, on hormones. All these areas are big area that we call endocrine disruptors. And uh, for patients, for people out there that are listening that have young children, it's never too early to start teaching them because, Dana, I've heard you mention this on one of your other shows, they're, they've identified like 85,000 chemicals out there um, that we're exposed to in our environment, either in our air, our water, our food, our body care products. These have the potential to affect our hormones. So if we teach young children to be aware of these at a young age, um, even though we might say, okay, these hormones don't, you know, my, my child's only in her teens or younger, these aren't going to impact her. But this is the training ground. This is where it happens that they understand. And I think a lot of women and men, when they come in, these are reasons as well that uh, we need to look at for their hormonal imbalances. Yeah, it's it's so important. And thank you for emphasizing that. Uh, I think that we can't emphasize uh, these clinical pearls, which is what we're putting out. We can't emphasize those enough. And it is important to look at, at nutrition. As you have said, the conversion of T4 to T3 is dependent on uh, minerals like copper and zinc and B, and vitamins such selenium, as the B yeah. vitamins and selenium. So it, if we don't have adequate levels, we're going to be we're going to be inefficient in how we convert. 
The other issue we run into that I think is is not talked about enough and certainly not at this point as much a part of mainstream medicine, and that's looking at gene variants. This is why people differ. They are not exactly the same. And when I was in school, they taught us that everybody had the same enzymes and needed a minuscule amount of nutrients for those enzymes to function. And I remember looking at my hand and my fingers and saying, but fingerprints are different. How can, and this was before we had the metabolic kinds of tests we have, the organic acid testing, all of these very specific tests. Now we have it black and white on the paper. We can look at it. And I also appreciate you talking about looking at the blood work. I would say that 70 to 80% of the time when someone has said, my blood works normal and I ask for a copy, there are abnormals, and they may not be enough to be a disease, but they're enough to pay attention to uh, for prevention, like a borderline sodium, a borderline magnesium. Talk about that a little bit, please, Dr. Becker. Yeah, excellent point, Stina. Um, so what I mentioned earlier about looking at those thyroids and we have optimal areas, again, I tell my patients and I educate them that we don't use these reference ranges. Um, so if we have an opportunity, we don't want to just wait till a patient gets out of range. Any imbalance, if it's, you know, to a certain degree, can be giving us clues that a, a process is going on maybe that we don't want to happen. So we want to be vigilant about those and try to pick them up as early as possible. So we, I don't go by uh, the ranges, the reference ranges um, that they have listed there. Again, most of those reflect America, and I've seen those change. For instance, white blood cells. Um, it used to be 4 point something to 10, um, and now the labs have lowered those to 3.4. Is it healthier to have less of an immune system? I don't think so. Our immune system fights bacteria, virus, and cancer, um, but it reflects America. So as we have poor diets, poor lifestyles, um, more stress, uh, we see these numbers going down, but it doesn't reflect health, and we, we shouldn't use that as our barometer of reflecting health. And I want to go back to what you mentioned, genes, which I think is another excellent, excellent area. Um, many patients will come in. For instance, we do get a blueprint. When we come into this world, we, get a, we have a genetic blueprint, and some of that is determined in a large part can get passed on from our parents. For example... 90% or more of the women that come to me with uterine fibroids, I say, did your mother have fibroids? And yes, they do. So what happened was they had that genetic blueprint to have a hormonal imbalance. Now, we can correct that. You know, years ago we used to think, all right, these are my genes. All I can do is blame my parents for this, right? But now we know that's our blueprint, but we can be the contractors and come in and change that. We can be given bad genes that we can correct and change um, through diet, through lifestyle, through, you know, treatment with herbs and natural things. Um, but we can also have good genes <laughs> and through those things um, turn that around too. So there are things, there are things like zinc deficiencies that can get passed on for three generations. So I think it's important in, in the area that I work with with autoimmune disorders, um, a lot of those, the origin is allergies. 
Um, and, you know, when the patients sit here and I know that they have allergies, I say, who had the allergies? Because they get passed on. And if the patients have a strong allergy history, then I say, you know, be aware that your kids have this or your kids are going to have this. So we can come in and help with those. We, we can certainly turn those around where we, we didn't think we could years ago. But, yes, genes influence a lot of these things. And as you mentioned, we are all unique. Um, and we need to look at it that way. Absolutely. Uh, Roger Williams, biochemical individuality, and I always tip my hat to him because he was considered a heretic when he suggested that people were uniquely different in their biochemistry. And he coined the term biochemical individuality. And now we're seeing this uh, as as well understood, okay, and also uh, part of what is now called personalized medicine. So it's thrilling to me to have been at this as long as I have, and you have the same experience, and to see more acceptance. It's not 100%, uh, but we don't get the pushback now that we used to get. What is your experience, Dr. Becker, with regard to your colleagues? As far as? As far as um, understanding and accepting what you do, appreciating the kinds uh, of testing? Yes. Um, you know, it varies. I have uh, medical docs that are heads of hospital centers and understand we've had mutual patients, they get it. They understand the connection, and they refer to me all the time. And what a nice opportunity for those patients to have a doctor that is in that situation that gets it, that says, this isn't the way I practice, this isn't the way I taught. It was taught, I have these things to offer, um, but realizes if they get to the end or if a patient wants something different, um, that they can offer that to them. So I have many of those medical doctors that get it, I, you know, and they're part of a team that I work with, so to speak, where I will refer to them, they refer, because I know that they'll be looking at my patients in a like-minded way, and it's good for my patients to have a team of practitioners. Um, you know, and then it runs the spectrum. Then you'll have other docs that necessarily don't agree, they don't understand because it's not what they've been taught, and that's fair, but they're willing to go along. They just say, I don't understand this, but, you know, uh, if, if this is what's happening, I, you know, I respect it. Um, and then you have the other end, but, you know, some docs at that extreme and just don't understand it and will caution their patients without really having any foundation uh, yes. or any um, right. studies. You know, the, the, you know, I've had years ago, I haven't heard too much of it lately. I think more doctors are aware now that there is a thing out there and it exists, and they're aware of it too because a lot of drugs are mimicking what we have naturally <laughs> now. So they can't say 100% that, you know, the track that we're on is wrong. But years ago, you know, I'd have some doctors even say, oh, don't do those herbs, those are dangerous. Yes. Without any specific information or detail about you know, what? What it is? What are they talking about? What, you know, what are they basing that on? So it runs the spectrum, um, but I'm happy to say that over the years, I've seen that change greatly with the acceptance of integrative medicine, um, and I'm thankful for the wonderful conventional doctors that are out there and, and realize for their patients and give them that opportunity to see that there is something, you know, that we can collaborate together. Good. So, yeah, Good. I'm thankful for those. Well, thank you for talking about that. And uh, just for those who have tuned in, I want you to know you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living. And we've been talking to Dr. Stephanie Becker. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break.
MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support Support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals. Committed to the planet. Committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village. Green Apothecary. Put a little more jingle in your pocket by taking advantage of Village Green Apothecary's year-end sale. From now until the end of the year, you can save 35% off Pathway Nutrition products, 25% off other supplements, and 20% off body care products. Give the gift of good health to the people you care about and stock up on healthy living essentials for yourself, too. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or on the web at myvillagegreen.com. Or just give us a jingle at 301 301- 530-0800. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living here on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM, and I alternate this show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, and he'll be here next week. Make sure you tune in to listen to his discussion. Our guest today has been Dr. Stephanie Becker, a naturopathic physician located here in Washington, D.C., and she's the founder and medical director of the Washington Center for Complementary Medicine. Our subject has been disorders of hormonal imbalances and natural treatment options. I'm going to try to tie this together for you, uh, make sure that we weave the pieces, and talk about what we can do for hormonal imbalances and what kind of supplements can be taken. So let's talk about that, Dr. Becker. Sure. So we talked a little bit about bioidentical hormone replacement, but I usually reserve that for women who are perimenopausal or menopausal because their hormones are not able to produce. They're having symptoms based on hormonal imbalances, 
but because they are at a position in their life where they should be and hormones are declining, um, they're having symptoms. So we can help with hormones. In younger women with fibroids or polycystic ovarian syndrome or chronic fatigue, um, if we're focusing on balancing or even simple things like PMS, I can't tell you how many women that come to me and they're so shocked when I tell them that periods should be symptom-free. We shouldn't have cramping. Yes. We, shouldn't, we yes. should have regular cycles. We shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't have our moods changing drastically. We shouldn't have heavy bleeding. That All of these, to me, are signs that there are imbalances. So in those younger women, um, we'll use, again, depending on what their testing suggests needs to be addressed, we'll use herbs that may act like or encourage the balance of particular hormones. It's very rare that I'll use hormones with younger women only if there's such a degree of imbalance that I need to kind of push the jumpstart the system, so to speak, and only do that for short a couple of months. But usually the treatments involve herbs that help us balance the hormones, um, sometimes amino acids, um, or their their vitamins and minerals that are precursors for the production of those amino acids and nutritional supplements. You know, many patients uh, I don't think uh, understand the impact of simple things like a multivitamin and how it can it encourages the enzyme in the production of all these um, and gut function. Gut is where. Hormones get recycled. Important things like serotonin get produced. So the treatments focus on um, all those areas of health, but usually will involve, if not bioidentical hormones, then will involve herbs and nutritional supplements to bring back that, you know, restore that balance. And it's such a do-no-harm approach, which I notice is a statement you make uh, on your website uh, do no harm and supplements safety is amazing. It's risk from death from supplements is 0.0001%, and the numbers are zero to 10 a year. Uh, in medications, it's 160,000 to 190,000 deaths a year from uh, medications, uh, prescribed medications. And medicine knows about this. They're working diligently to try to reverse it. So when we talk about safety, supplements aren't in uh, to the body like medicines are. They are regulated. When you need more, you absorb and retain more. When you need less, you absorb and retain less. Um, so just a reminder there. We also want to talk about uh, autoimmunity, which you brought up, Dr. Becker. And uh, that is a really hot topic and has been, I think, for the past decade, and it's getting more and more press, I would say. Let's talk about it. Sure. Um, we talked about a little bit earlier about how um, autoimmunity can affect things like the thyroid. There are many different types of autoimmune disorders, Crohn's, colitis, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus. But one thing in a nutshell that I want to get across to patients, because many patients don't understand this and, and how an autoimmune disorder occurs, um, if our immune systems become overwhelmed, I use the analogy that um, if I give you too much work to do, if you've got too much on your plate, you're going to become overwhelmed and not be able to do a very good job. That's what happens to the immune system. The immune system becomes overwhelmed. It loses its ability to recognize itself, the, the patient, the, your own tissues, and it starts attacking our own tissues. 
so many patients think, okay, if I get diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, oh my gosh, I've got this for life. That's not true. We find out the cause of what's exciting the immune system. In most cases, by far, it's allergies for patients. If not there, we go searching in other places. Are there infections? Is there exposure to chemicals that we can, we can uh, address to regulate that immune system? But once, if I have patients that test positive for a particular autoimmune disorder, um, what we do is correct that situation. The immune system then calms down. Ah, the thyroid's not a problem. The joints aren't a problem. We then do blood testing to verify the inflammation's down and the autoimmune markers are gone. They don't show that they have an autoimmune disorder anymore. Very, very common. So many people think that you get diagnosed with an autoimmune situation, and this is the case um, conventionally because we don't stop that process. Um, so we can turn it around, though, and you don't see autoimmunity anymore. It's a spectrum is what I tell patients. There's allergies, and there may be allergies, and there may be uh, allergies or other things that our immune system's dealing with over the years. When it tips those scales too much, the immune system becomes overwhelmed. It's then our job to take those things away, and the immune system recovers. So it's not something that you necessarily have for life. It may be something that you have to watch your Achilles heel, so to speak, to make sure it's being managed correctly over the years, but that's not a, not a hard thing to do. Um, but it can flip to, if another doctor looked at you down the road, they say, you don't have Hashimoto's. You don't have rheumatoid arthritis because it wouldn't show up on the blood markers anymore. And that's, uh, that's new to a lot of mainstream physicians. And yeah. I've even gotten feedback. We don't need uh, to do the autoimmune test. We, don't, we already know you have antibodies. They're not going to change. And we use, and I know you do, uh, we use those antibodies to tell us where we are. Absolutely. I use them as a gauge, just like you mentioned, Dana. So next time we'll look at them. And they, they won't go down right away because they're the soldiers. So while we take those things away that the patient's immune system has been vigilant about, the so soldiers are still looking. They'll stay up for three or six months maybe. Um, but then we will see them go down patients. If anybody, like I said, looks in the future, they'll say, oh, those antibodies aren't there. You don't have an autoimmune disorder. And that's what we want to keep monitoring for that patient. Or if we do an anti-nuclear antibody, we want to get a number. We want to have titers. So we we follow that titer with our treatment to know, have we gotten 100% of what the immune system's dealing with? Or do we need to dig a little bit deeper? You know, do we have an infection going on here? Do we have a an, an, uh, reactivation of Epstein-Barr virus? You know, any of these things that the immune system could be dealing with, but we use those blood markers to let us know how good of a job we're doing. Have we gotten everything? Have we reversed this situation? Absolutely. And give us uh, your website for people who have an interest uh, in the Washington Center for uh, Complementary Medicine. Sure. My website is www.wccm.us, as in us. So Washington Center for Complementary Medicine, www.wccm.us. And I like your philosophy, which you have uh, right there. Life is not just about the number of years. It's about the quality of those years. And I think that really describes what your center does and what your philosophy is. Absolutely, Dane. I think that's so important. And with that area of hormones, like I said, that's what you can get back. If your quality of life is lacking because of those change of hormones, that's the reason to restore that balance so you can get that quality back. 
Well, I want to thank you for being on the show, Dr. Stephanie Becker, a naturopathic physician. This has been so interesting. Oh, my pleasure, Dana. And we'll have you again because there's much more to talk about, and our listeners are always hungry for new information. I'd be happy to do that. Thank you so much. Okay. And I just want to thank you listeners for joining us here on the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. And to remind you, you can access this show or any of the previous shows through myvillagegreen.com. And please remember, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.